live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Back down here, we were just here a few months ago. This area was secured. There were multiple uh, Mexican National Guard and immigration officials here securing this spot, the end of the wall, the divide between Baja, Mexico, and Sonora. Now we're back here. Not a single unit out here. We're the only ones here. Nobody from the Mexico side. Mexico's basically just given up, said... This is your problem, America. You're inviting it. You're not doing anything to stop it. Why are we going to waste our time and resources down here? So literally right here, this is it. You're an illegal alien. You walk over. I'm in Mexico. Walk past the wall. I'm in America. And they just simply walk in. Uh, You've got the tent set up. So rather than discouraging it, You've got Border Patrol just setting tents up, the welcome. Uh, this is where I was, where the Russians two weeks ago were set up. They'd waited there for two to three days. We had some people down the from Nicaragua and other places that had waited for five to six days. Border Patrol is so overwhelmed, there is no Border Patrol here. So not only is there no Mexican immigration officials, there's no American immigration officials. There's no Border Patrol right here. There's nobody to stop you. You just simply walk on in. The wall goes here. There's a gate right down there. The wall goes for uh, another mile. It stops. And from this point in San Luis, all the way down to Yuma, not a single Border Patrol agent. Not one. The only time they come out now is when the thousands of people come across that are being held in stash houses out here by the cartel. They send them across at specific times. The Border Patrol, the Uber for the cartel sends out the buses. The NGOs, the leftist NGOs, send out the buses. They pick these people up. They send them in. They process them as asylum seekers. Joe Biden sends them to an immigration court. The immigration courts now are being told to dismiss the cases. The cases are being dismissed. That means these people can stay. That means it's de facto amnesty. All of these people within five years, if their cases are dismissed, can become citizens. We are being overrun. We are being bled out. And we're not even trying to stop it. Hang on, hang on, And just like that, so wide open as we're sitting here talking, these four guys running down there. Saw them in town earlier today. No border patrol. They're already dressed up, brand new clothes. They're in America now. All they have to do is walk down about a mile, have their pickup car come and get them. And they're in because there's no border patrol to stop them. Literally, 
as we're doing the video here, talking about the end of the wall, no border patrol to stop them. Four guys just come walking down. There they are, they're inside again. And and nobody here to stop them. So they can just walk down this levee road. We've, we've spoken to the people here. You may not get border patrol out here for a day, over a day. So all you have to do, these guys all have cell phones. They call their contacts in San Luis on the US side. They walk down until they see an opening in the wall, tell their driver to come down, send them to pin the location. Driver comes down, they go across, get in the car, they drive into America. Or if they prefer, they just go into these tents right here and they wait for Border Patrol to show up. They, they claim asylum, they've dumped all their documents, they make up any story they want. They get sent on the asylum buses and they're in too. This is an entire new industry of undermining America's sovereignty. We no longer have a border, we no longer have a country. Thanks to the open borders left. Thanks to the Open Borders Left, and thank you to Ben Berkwam and Real America's Voice News for being the only people that are getting this out. No other reputable, independent, or large media corporation is getting out the news of the border like Ben Berkwam and Real America's Voice News. And I was so proud to be a part of their family for so long. <clears throat> Do you agree with everything that uh, a network like that does that you might belong with? No. There was a lot of things I didn't agree with. But they're trying to get the truth out. That is why I respect them so much. And no, we didn't have a falling out. I left them to literally focus on LFA TV in partnership with them and with Ben. The more we get out there, the better. And Ben just showed you. We have lost the border. We're not losing the border. Ben Berkwam. Anthony, myself, we've been trying to tell you that we're losing the border. We've been screaming it for the last four years. We have lost our border. The Biden administration and the feds, the uniparty scumbags, the NWOs, they have figured out a way to pay NGOs to get them here legally and then how to get them in here and stay here legally without going through Congress. We have lost the border. I'm not afraid to say that. Ben is not afraid to say that. Even if we close the border 100% right now, it will take us decades to recover from this. Let's not make the wound bigger. That is what we're trying to say. That's what we're trying to say. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a blessing and an honor to be here with you. I've got my impeach Biden hat on, impeach Mayorkas, impeach Harris. I don't care if they're legitimate or illegitimate. Let's get them the H-E double hockey sticks out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and away from executive orders and away from anything having to do with running this country because they've done a very, very, very successful job and not a poor job by their standards. This is what they meant to do, but this is a poor job by our standards. As a matter of fact, by our standards, it deserves a rope. This is treason. These are traitors and they must be dealt with accordingly. And that is why it is so very important, folks, that we do not screw up the power of the House of Representatives. What you're, try- what you're seeing right now is the new Republican Party claiming 
uh, making their claim on the Republican Party. The, N, uh, the, the, the GNP is now in control of the GOP, whichever way this goes. Whether they end up, whether Kevin McCarthy ends up caving to everybody, all the 20 members of the MAGA base of the GNP and giving them all power, we win. Yeah, go ahead. Take the speakership. If we've got control over the House of Representatives, then you're nothing but a ceremonial uh, turd with lipstick on it. Or whether we get somebody else in there. We have already taken over the Republican Party. And that, my friends, is a constitutional republic at work. How about, uh, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Oh, but, but don't worry about the border. Joe Biden has plans on going there next week after his little buddy-buddy party with McConnell yesterday in Kentucky. No worries. Joe Biden, in all of his churn and a national depression and his hairy legs, all of that, he's going to make a trip to the border. So don't worry about that, folks. Don't worry about that. Have no fear. Made an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. There it is. There it is. I'd like to welcome everybody watching, ladies and gentlemen. We have about 3,400, 3,500 people watching here on Rumble. We have people watching across the country on digital TV, Roku, and Fire Stick, as well as maybe watching on the app or listening on the podcast. Thank you all for being here. Make sure you go to LFATV.us. That's the official website. We'll be growing it exponentially this year. Uh, There'll be news sites on there and everything, uh, sources, all that stuff. We are truly growing into something great. By the grace of God, LFA TV exists. And I'd also like to ask for prayers, if possible, for the Brunson versus uh, Alma Adams case tomorrow, I believe, going in front of the Supreme Court. Uh, This is a very, very important case. If we're talking about wide open borders, if we're talking about a destruction of our country, if we're talking about treasonous and traitor uh, people that are occupying our White House and the swamp as a whole, well, then Brunson versus Alma Adams could really change the game. Brunson versus Alma Adams could change the game. So, ladies and gentlemen, please pray for that. Let's go uh, to some thank yous real quick. And the people that make this possible, ladies and gentlemen, Brenda Bounds, Brenda Bounds went to JeremyHarrell.com and she donated a very large amount. As far as I'm concerned, it's a large amount. I won't say exactly what it is. Uh, Many people donated this amount in the past, but I want to say thank you, Brenda, very much. I don't, uh, that was a one-time donation. Also another one-time donation, Patricia and Murray Campbell. Thank you very much. Now, for our monthly donors who make this show go round, James uh, McQuigan, Heather Griffith, Patricia Carroll, Robert Leinbarger, Sonja Smith, or Sonia Smith, if the J is silent, uh, Eric and Rosalind Holder, Clay Thrift, Laura Rodriguez, Michael Ruzzi, Sandy McIntyre, Carolyn Bozick, Jeff Richardson, Linda Osuna, and Michael Weed, to name just a few of the people that understand the importance of LFA TV and Life from America and understand how important it is to keep it going. Thank you to all of you, whether you're rumble ranting or whether you are watching uh, or whether you're donating on online. Thank you, all of you. Let's go to the Lord now, folks. We have got one heck of a... Uh, a verse of the day today, and if you did not watch Rise Up this morning, it got a little, uh, it got a little great. It got a little great. I think we were really having some serious discussion about denominations and religion 
And uh, truly was a great show, but it was titled Being Poor Slash Living Without Builds Character. I want to read this, uh, this, these verses for you because it's very important. Now, this is from Paul in Philippians 4, 14 through 20. It says, yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. And you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving except you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once again. Not this, listen to this part right here. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases your credit for giving. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts that you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to the Lord. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Folks, not that I seek the gift, but I, I seek the increase in your credit. What a statement to make by Paul when he's locked up at rock bottom. Now, our whole show this morning was about rock bottom, and that is where Jesus dwells for all of us. Wherever your rock bottom is, if you are ungodly or you are not with God at all, then, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, uh, God dwells in your rock bottom. Paul is reaching out to those who heard the Gospels from him and believed. Those who were not only loyal to Paul, but more importantly, loyal to God himself. For if you are loyal to the good news, then you are default by a loyal to God. If you read this part of Philippians, the recurring theme is that Paul wants and needs nothing material or perishable. He only wants what is good for the church and the followers of Jesus. Much like Jesus, Paul was content in his suffering. He knew what would, come, uh, what would become of him that never stopped his immense love and belief in our Lord and Savior. He demonstrated the same loyalty and love of the word as Jesus did for his Father in heaven. His love for Jesus was something that Rome could not take away from him. Nobody can rip the love of Jesus away from you. Just like Jesus, not even the face of death itself can tear you away from the embracing arms of God. God tells us that over and over again in the Bible, it's putting on and wearing the full armor of God. Last week, someone in the chat was upset with me because I would not give respect and respect the power of the devil enough to be afraid of his supposed power here on earth. And they got mad because they thought I was actually underestimating Satan. Well, in fact, they were 100% right. I do not respect the power of Satan here on earth. He is weak. He is scared. He is self-conscious and prideful in his own image. He is a coward. He is a traitor. And he is a cancer. Satan has no power over me, much like the ones who jailed Paul had no real power over him. I not only know the devil very well, but you could say that I walked side by side with him for 36 years and even called him a co-worker. We were best buds like Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden. And then one day I realized how full of it he really was, how weak and effective he really was. And once you find that truth about him, You'll understand the same thing. Everything he does is deceitful, even making people think he is powerful. 
He had to make everyone think that he didn't even exist to gain power over them. Think about that. Imagine that. Imagine a king or a ruler of this earth making his subjects believe he was a fairy tale, but yet wants them to respect and obey him. What a loser. Folks, be happy with the Lord and what the Lord provides for you. Be content with all material and perishable items afforded to you. Learn how to live poor and meek. Only then do you become spiritually rich. And if God does bring blessings your way in the form of money, gifts, or food, then share it with others. Help others the way God helps you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Satan, you are a loser. You are so weak. You have no power. People have power that they give to you and they have the power to shut you off as well. Folks, I don't know if you're ready, but I'm ready. Let's get to it. Let's talk about taking over this Republican party. It is a new era. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Sean Hannity is also a loser. Satan is a loser. Sean Hannity is a loser. Sean Hannity is not only a loser, but Sean Hannity has lost his conservative mojo. Sean Hannity has lost his conservative way. Sean Hannity does not have any views that align with MAGA. That is why Sean Hannity showed his true colors last night. And if you didn't think that he showed his true colors in the past, well, maybe, just maybe, this video that I'm about to show you from last night will show you Sean Hannity's true colors. He invited Lauren Boebert on the show last night. And last night, Sean Hannity showed exactly who he is and who Fox News has become. And you ask yourself, this can't be. How is this, Jeremy? How are you saying that Sean Hannity has lost his way so much? Don't take it from me. Trust your own eyes and your own ears. And hear this. So you and others fought hard for a motion to vacate with only five Republicans able to trigger that 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 motion. Uh, Kevin McCarthy didn't want to give it to you, but he did give it to you in the end. To me, that's no, kind of an insurance so, Sean, policy. I, Can I finish? But he didn't all the way. He did Wait not. Sure. He, he Can I gave you my what lies? you asked for. And one of the things that I've been not. asking people, I'm asking you tonight, who is your final choice for speaker? And if you can't get more than, let's say, 30 votes, will you follow your own advice uh, that you were asking Donald Trump and withdraw? There are certainly names that are be being floated around. And, hey, maybe I should nominate President Donald J. Trump tomorrow. Yes. But, Sean, I, I did watch do. your show last night. Is this a night, game show? Like, we're going to pick... On this motion. We're going to no, no, no. pick Jim no, no. Jordan one day, Charles the other day, Trump the next day. This motion to vacate because he did not give us this motion to vacate. I'm showing there's a, a, a whole consensus of other candidates. But I'm, that not, be I'm trying to understand but how you're thinking. This motion here. to vacate, Sean, you need to understand that, that Kevin McCarthy did not give us my hard red line. He fought and for it. And this is a century old, a centuries. No, he did not. 
No, he, well, I know that he made the promise. That was written by Thomas Jefferson. I know he made the promise because. With five members, Sean, with five members, not one right, member five. to offer the okay. motion to vacate. So and my he's question is this. Nancy Pelosi's you haven't precedence. answered my question. So if you have. You cannot yesterday you supported, more responsibility. Yesterday you supported Jordan. Today you're supporting Sean. Donald. That's not the way this Donald's. works. We need a check and a balance on the third in line. Who to is the your fight? Let's well, have Sean, a final answer. Want Who unity. do you want to well, be you know, Speaker of the House? Maybe for the conference to decide. We need to exactly. come together. Who do you and want? To, I'm asking is, who you want. What does it look like life after Kevin? We need I would to like find to know, somebody who can actually uni unify the Republican Party. I have offered I, plenty of names. Let some other folks start offering other alternatives. There are 203 people, point. and you have 20. I respect the 20 of you. I respect all of you. No, you don't. But I'm asking you, based Thank on you, your Sean, own we words, you as well. who is your final? Let's have a final answer. Who do you want? Who will you only support to be speaker? That's not that hard. I am willing to have conversations with the Republican conference to come up with a consensus candidate. We are offering people right now. It doesn't have to be a member of the Freedom Caucus. It doesn't even have to be a solid half, conservative. Way, more, but we have more to than have half those the Freedom Caucus supports McCarthy. So you we don't have, have you don't even have a name. Because there, and we're there now are going into day three. Afraid when you are threatened by committee chairmen oh, to gosh. not be placed by steering members. Right, let me ask uh, a final question. If your final, if your final candidate on a committee, and then Kevin McCarthy affirms that, that's a scary place to be. We are here to legislate. We are here to get the country back on track. And when you have people making threats like that, wow. it's difficult to make that decision. But we are going to get there. I am fine doing this. We're in day two. It's okay. The government isn't spending um, money sending it to Ukraine, so the American taxpayers are certainly winning. There's a, um, politically, but, you know, Congresswoman, you agree. And I agree on most things. We don't disagree on many yes, things. Yes, we do, Sean. And and I, I do have respect and for you. And I believe that history will show however, that I'm on the right side of this, Sean. How, how, well, you you can believe in your position, but I'm using your words. You said to President Trump, you said we're very clear. I did. He doesn't have 218, so you need to ask him to withdraw. If by Friday you and your group of 20 don't have a name with 30 votes, is it time for you to withdraw? And if not, why do you support a double standard? Last question. Kevin McCarthy does not have 218 votes. Kevin McCarthy you will not be And you speaker. have 20. I and we're not I asked you a very specific question. If by Listen, Friday when we, when we you get don't this have right, 30, I will not, Sean. I will not withdraw. Our asks not. were, were not go. petty of Kevin McCarthy. They were not self-serving. We simply were asking for commitments on what the American people want to see. They want to see a vote on term limits, a vote on the Texas border plan to secure the southern you, border. Congresswoman, and for crying out loud, respect. Sean, we asked for a vote on a budget that actually balances. Imagine. Imagine a Congress that stops so spending you money that we don't have. So if you only have 30 people supporting you, and we are going to get the right speaker, Sean. If you only have 30, to be clear, you will not withdraw. 30 is going to be a beautiful number. But you're to telling reach. Kevin McCarthy and the and the 203 people that support him yep. to withdraw. Yep. Because they don't have 218. Yep. That's what you're saying. Yep. Yep. Look, it's obvious by tonight's motion to adjourn that Kevin McCarthy and his supporters are already getting you, voter fatigue. And I, I, I'm, I asked I'm you a simple question, Congresswoman. I, I, you know, I feel like I'm getting a, a liberal. I'm not going an to support from Kevin McCarthy. There you Sean. go. There you go. Okay, so even if you only have 30 votes, Kevin McCarthy, you will not abide by what you told standing, President Trump to abide by. I don't believe I, I will got it. be. I feel I like we've made progress. Not
Look, I love President Trump. You're not going to turn me on him. You're not going to pit him against me. I'm not trying I to pit you. him against you. President That's Trump. what you said to and him. I am standing. I have You're seen the, one the that broken said it to trust. Him. I have seen the lack of accountability. Well, we are we are getting phone calls saying that we need to stop this. Kevin does All not right. have the votes for I speaker. Got it. Period. Thank we need you. to find a consensus candidate, get this right, and get our country back on track. Ladies and gentlemen, I agree 100% with Lauren Boebert. And the only thing that I would have done different in that is when he said, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Answer me. Who do you want to be? I would have said, I don't care if it's a cockroach. It's not going to be Kevin McCarthy. Your days are numbered. Your days of the Republican Party are over. You do not own the Republican Party anymore. You're Trump haters. You've shown that through your actions, not your words, your actions alone. Anybody but Kevin. And I, that's the only thing different I would have done. Other than that, I think she handled that absolutely beautiful. Now, what you see is harassment and threats. Harassment and threats from GOP, old school uniparty people like Sean Hannity, like uh, Newt Gingrich, like Kevin McCarthy. You're seeing old school GOP threats. We, we, we run this town. We run this news. We run all of this. Do what we say. The under, What Kevin... Uh, Sean Hannity doesn't understand is that we are not in a democracy, Sean. You can see the way Sean thinks. So you, so you have 20 and he has 212, but you should win. Yeah, because okay, yeah, it's called a constitutional republic. If Sean Hannity had it his way, McCarthy would be the Speaker of the House right now based on democracy alone. I am so glad we do not live in a democracy. And right now, all those people that are freaking out uh, over this, whether they're on the left or whether they're on the right or whether they feel embarrassed or whether they feel anxious or whether they're like, I can't deal with what's going on or all those people that are saying, oh, look, Congress still can't get their act together. This is Congress getting its act together. That's exactly the process in which you're watching. You're watching the way it's supposed to work. You're not watching something that's foreign you're watching something that's foreign to you because you have allowed this world, this society, this media to make you think that we live in a country we do not live in. Ladies and gentlemen, look behind me. Red, white, and blue. Look what's laying on that red, white, and blue. A cross. Yeah, that means America. That means we built it on Judeo-Christian values. Get it through your thick skulls. We do not live in a democracy, and we will not be threatened to act like we do. And it's about high time that somebody with a backbone and a place of power and position can put it on display for the whole world. And you see all these conservatives going, really the only thing that's happening here is the news media is making a killing off all of the, uh, the views. Good, good. I hope the whole world sees how the process is supposed to work. And good for these 20 that are standing up strong. God bless them. God bless him. And Sean Hannity, shame on you. Now, then uh, Lauren Boebert went on MSNBC. And when she went on MSNBC, they're mad at her too. Why are they mad at her? Why is MSNBC mad at her? This is not a Republican, uh, or this is not a Democrat fight. I'll tell you why. Because they want Kevin McCarthy too. They want Kevin McCarthy too, ladies and gentlemen. Why would that be? Why would we want to agree with the Democrats on Kevin McCarthy? Why? Or better yet, maybe not just Kevin McCarthy. They want their little spending spree to continue. They want the government to keep moving. They want the Senate to be able to pass a bill so that it can come over the House and it can pass and go to Joe Biden and he can sign it into law. Guess what? Too bad, so sad, numb nuts. Nothing is happening. 
because we live in a constitutional republic and because a few can control the many, not the many control the few. That is why I'm so happy about what I'm seeing. Check this out. I love the way she roasted her too at the end and said, would you like me to nominate you? Because I will. I love it. These are really great rules. These are great policies that you're wanting to bring to the floor. Maybe he puts the right personnel on the right committees, and maybe he is the guy. Um, maybe it's someone who um, is is not in Congress. Maybe it's someone like a Kevin Hearn, who is the chairman of the Republican Study Committee, who has actually produced a balanced budget that we want to see go to the floor. I don't know what these names are, but I'm sure that you're going to see a lot of names beginning to emerge because we're showing that we are willing to work to unify the Republican Party and get the right okay, person. Okay, sure. And, and maybe it's going to be me and Kim Kardashian <laughs> and anyone else who can be out there. Would you like me to nominate you, you tomorrow? How long uh, are you going to wait? Uh, I mean, the uh, would you like me to nominate you tomorrow? Because I will, she said with a smile on her face. Can we bring that back? Let's bring that back to that part. Watch Watch out, Lauren Boebert. This is this is a masterpiece in what she does here. Work to unify the Republican Party and get the right okay, person. Okay, sure. And, and maybe it's going to be me and Kim Kardashian and anyone else who can be out there. Would you How like long me to nominate you, you tomorrow? How long are you willing to uh, wait? I mean, <laughs> the American... She says it with a smile on her face. I love it. I love it. You could say she's wanting TV time all you want. She's actually doing more for this Republican Party and for MAGA and for Trump, whether he knows it or not, than any other person has done in the last six years. Believe that. These 20 are the ones saving America. Believe that. Get your mind right. Don't get it twisted. Stop being brainwashed. Stop being uh, talked at. And look at it for yourself. Understand the Constitution. Understand the founding, uh, the founding fathers and what they meant when they wrote all of these documents. The Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Federalist Papers. And then you'll go, wait a minute. That's exactly what they said back then is what we're doing right now. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. I know you've been in the matrix, as people like to say. But uh, welcome to the truth. It's truly a great thing to see. Uh, Byron Donalds, ladies and gentlemen, was also uh, threatened and harassed. Uh, let's go to Byron Donalds uh, outside of his. Uh, this was after his first uh, nomination and his first vote. I believe it was vote, vote five yesterday. This was right after that. Check this out. Are you worried about retribution after the fact? There was threats that folks that weren't going to vote for McCarthy would be kicked off committees. Now you put yourself in a, in a pretty public position opposing the person that could be the speaker. Are you worried about retribution? Man, I'm 6'2", 275. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Man, I'm 6'2", 275. I ain't worried about that. Byron Donalds, I love that man. I love that man. I love the way that Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates, and some of these people are just literally standing up in the face of these people and just sitting there going, I don't care what you, we do not care about the establishment. Folks, going right back to my beginning uh, uh, verse of the day, Satan only has so much power over you as you give him. And guess what? A tyrannical government is only going to have so much power as you give them. And these 20 are willing to give them none. These 20 are walking in the very narrow path, not the wide path that Sean Hannity is walking on, arm in arm holding hands with Kevin McCarthy and MTG. Not that path. No, 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 no. 
They're walking the narrow path and they're fighting for this country. And I got to tell you, it is fantastic. Or let's use two words together. It is fantabulous to watch. I absolutely adore the process playing out in front of our eyes. So please pray for these people. Pray for what's happening because this is ongoing and there is updating information constantly. I'm getting it as I give it to you. So I'm going to be talking about that in just a minute. I'm going to be talking about that in just a minute. But last night, we went for six hours in streaming. I did six hours of streaming yesterday, four hours straight. By the way, I almost collapsed and died after that. I actually did uh, have my legs give out from under me at one point. But after that sixth vote last night, where Kevin McCarthy became a six-time loser, Well, then he grabbed some Republican leadership. He grabbed some of the 20 deflectors and they ran as fast as they could and they got behind closed doors so they could get behind uh, their closed doors and continue to do whatever it is they do. Well, other people followed them and right outside the door stood Matt Gaetz to set the record straight even further just in case Kevin McCarthy was planning on going and getting some Democrat support or changing the minds of even a handful because he would need to change the mind of 17 folks. 17 Republicans, or get 17 Democrats, one way or the other. Here is uh, Lauren Bober and Matt Gates last night after the sixth vote. Check this out. For McCarthy to solicit a list and then use that list in some way to try to divide our conference. But look, he's a desperate guy whose vote share is dropping with every subsequent vote. And I'm ready to vote all night, all week, all month, and never for that person. So I tell you what, when he comes out, and heads back to his squatting in the speaker's office, which why is he even allowed to be there? Like, is there some basis in law or statute or rule for someone who comes in second place in six consecutive speaker races to be able to assume the speaker's office? But when he comes out here, ask him if he apologized there to me uh, in private and ask him why in my discussion with him, he was- Now folks, there's even more There's even more going on behind the scenes than any of us actually realize. Uh, From what I understand, remember when um, remember when yesterday when Anna and I were talking about the enemy of my enemy being my friend? I mean, that goes all the way back to the art of war, right? There's a lot of chit chat in this business, I should say. You could call it sources, call it whatever you want. There's a lot of chit chat around the political water cooler that AOC and others might work with Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert. That AOC and some of the others, now I'm not talking the squad, I'm talking more of the progressive wing, you know, the, uh, the island of misfit toys of the Democrat. There's some talk that she and others might work with Matt Gates if needed to be. Now that was overnight. That was yesterday and into the night. Things have changed since then. But again, we are in uncharted territory and uncharted waters here. Nobody knows what's going to happen. All we know is what we won't settle for. We'll put it that way. All we know is where we're willing to go if we have to, to not allow the establishment to continue. That's what we know. That's all I can promise. I can't promise you I know what is going to happen. I want to play this video last night uh, when Matt Gates, after that, which you just saw, he went on Fox News. I want you to hear what he says here because this is going to lead us to our next topic, which might be Kevin McCarthy caving to everybody. Do you remember in the beginning of all of this, before all of this started, I said to you, either Kevin McCarthy is going to be out and gone, or Kevin McCarthy will literally have to give up the power of the speakership 
to everybody in order to hold the title. And he'll have to do that legally. Remember when I said that? I want you to listen to this right here. Congressman Trey Gowdy, who said he called this opposition a clown show on national television. The former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, has said that you are holding the House hostage. What is your response to that type of criticism? Well, Trey Gowdy would know something about clown shows. That's probably how a lot of us would categorize the Benghazi hearings that resulted in people screaming at each other in a big report, but no real accountability. Uh, I remember the Trey Gowdy who went on your network as a congressman and said that he'd reviewed what had gone on with the FBI and the Department of Justice and that they had done nothing wrong and that actually the American people would be happy of what they were looking at with President Trump. We now, of course, know that to be false, and even Trey Gowdy has expressed regret about that. So I don't exactly take uh, a lot of armchair quarterbacking from uh, someone who during his time in Congress wasn't among the fighters. People like former Congressman right. Trey Gowdy who said right, he called this opposition so, a clown. Ladies and gentlemen, um, what you have to understand here, and by the way, I don't want any deal made with AOC, by the way, just letting you know. I have no, I want nothing to do with the Democrats and their sneaky ways because yes, they will ask for being heads of committees, but get this, Matt Gates then came out later on in a statement, I can't remember where I read it, and so did others, saying, um, and, and the only way we will vote for Kevin is if Kevin basically gives all the power of the speakership to the individual committees to give subpoena power, to be able to not have to go through him, and to if we demand you know, bringing votes to the House floor, then you're going to do it if it's good for the people. And, and from what I understand, folks, they are moving, uh, they were moving towards that way. They were moving last night, late into the hours, where Kevin McCarthy was literally going to cave to everything. Now, what that means is you, it, it's not something that Kevin McCarthy could say, okay, then get the speakership officially and then come back and say, nope, never mind. It wouldn't be that way. It would be set in stone amongst the Republican Party. What you're seeing here, folks, happening is the Republican Party saying, guess what? We are not going to put one person in charge like Nancy Pelosi. That's not going to be the way this is. We do not live in Europe. We are not living in a kingdom. We are living in the United States of America. This is a constitutional republic, and we are going to govern in the House of Representatives as Republicans in a constitutional republic, which means Kevin McCarthy will never be able to do what Nancy Pelosi did. It will all be split up the power of the Speaker of the House would be officially split up in the 118th Congress amongst committees. That is the way it should be done. And of course they're going to get all that in writing. Of course that's all going to be legal and they're going to get that in writing. That is what we're trying to accomplish here. We're not trying to put up people's names like Jordan because we think that they're going to win. We're not people putting people's names up like Donald's or even Donald Trump's himself or Andy Biggs because we think they can win. That's not why we did this. We also know that there's no pathway for Jeffries to win. Why we did this was to regain control of the Republican Party. And we've done that whichever way this goes, whether it means Kevin McCarthy is out or whether it means we have split up the power of the speakership to the committees and not to one person. Then we've taken over the Republican Party. That is why I named this that now I know there's a lot coming at you at once and I know we got sponsors, but this is far more important. Okay, this is far more important. After that, after all that happened last night, this is the greatest part of the day right here. You ready? Dozens, dozens of Ronald Reagan Republicans and other prominent leaders came out and signed a letter 
in support of the 20 GOP House members opposing Kevin McCarthy for Speaker. This was the nail in the establishment coffin. You are not going to hear this anywhere else. I bet you I bet you that today. I guarantee you Charlie Kirk and Bannon and none of them are talking about this. This was the nail in the coffin for the establishment, especially after Kat Kamet came out yesterday and invoked the name, invoked the name of Ronald Reagan. Well, that prompted dozens of prominent conservatives and Ronald Reagan conservatives, including former attorney general for Ronald Reagan administration, to release a letter last night in support of the 20 House Republicans standing in between Representative Kevin McCarthy and his bid for speaker. Do you know what just happened? We just took over the Republican Party. We just took over the Republican Party with this. January uh, January 4, 2023, conservative organizations and millions of grassroots conservatives we represent are united in our support of the 20 courageous members of Congress seeking to change the status quo in Washington. Let me read the beginning part of that for you just in case I talk too fast like the micro machine man. Conservative organizations and the millions uh, of grassroots conservatives, they speak for the Republican Party party and what they say is we support what is happening here that's huge that means that MAGA big bang MAGA the 20 people that said we have had enough just took over the Republican party whichever way this goes because I'll explain that right after this um here's the people who signed the letter the honorable J Kenneth Blackwell L Brent Bozel the third David N. Bossy, Kelly Shackelford, Esquire, Ed Corrigan, the Honorable Becky Norton, Advisor, uh, Attorney General, um, uh, Attorney General President Ronald Reagan, Thomas E. McCluskey, the Honorable Russ Vaught, William Walton, David Basel, Terry Schilling, the Honorable David McIntosh, Scott Parkinson. Seton Motley, or Seton Motley, Kirsten, Kristen A. Allman, Karen England, the Honorable George Rasley Jr., Alan Hebert, the Honorable Luis Terhar, uh, Melvin Adams. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. And all these people are strong. Prom- these are people with power in D.C. We'll put it that way. These people are people with power in D.C. And all of them put their support behind the 20 people saving this country. Now get this, right after that, all of a sudden, we get a change of tune from President Trump. This blew my mind to see this truth yesterday. Very good things are happening behind the scenes. This makes me think that President Trump knew about this the whole time. And man, if he did, is he a more of a four, four deep chess player than... I could ever imagine. He said, very good things are happening behind the scenes for the Republican Party. Intense but smart negotiations between, and he put this in capital letters, great and patriotic people are ongoing. They all love our country and want something to go forward ASAP. This event, he said, and he put that in quotes, this event will end up making the Republican Party stronger in capital letters and more united than ever before. 
And then in capitalizations, uh, capital, capitalization again, our nation is at stake. Stay tuned and make America great again. He said this event will end up making the Republican Party stronger and more united than ever before. Now, do you want to blame those 20 folks? You want to blame them now? You want to blame them now? He went on to say this. I actually think that the big Republican victory today, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? The big Republican victory today, what could he possibly mean? After going through the numerous rolls calls, roll calls that failed to produce a Speaker of the House has made the position and process of getting to be Speaker bigger and more important than if it were done in the more traditional way, much like me again becoming president after having won big in 2016, gotten million more votes in 2020, but supposedly not winning, big lie. And then he said this, and then winning again in 2024, it will be bigger than the traditional way. Folks, Trump is an absolute genius. And sometimes when we disagree with him, we don't actually disagree with him. We agree with it. We disagree with his statements, not his actions. Let's remember that. Let's remember that. This, he said, this event will make the Republican Party stronger, bigger, and better than before. And when I win in 2024, it'll be bigger than the traditional way. Bigger than the traditional way. What is he talking about? Ah, I got to thrill up my leg like Chris Matthews. Folks, we almost got 5,000 people watching. Please share this video and rumble, rumble, rumble. We have a new uh, bar to hit, which is 1,500 rumbles live every time. So let's get to doing that. Folks, like I told you, you didn't have to trust me. All you had to do was trust the Constitutional Republic process. And what we saw the last two days was that playing out in front of our face. Now, the big update. McCarthy caves. This is happening now. Actually, it happened about an hour ago. From what I hear, McCarthy caved. He gives in to every demand by the GOP detractors. Now, a lot of people are going to go, whoa, wait a minute, they voted. If this is true, if this is true, I'm not saying it is. All I'm saying is this is the reports coming from the Hill and other people in D.C. this morning is that McCarthy caved and caved to all the demands. That would mean that if he did, if this, if this comes out, if he comes out in the seventh vote at noon today and he is, a, as he voted Speaker of the House, that lets you know that he gave away all the power of the speakership. And that means people like Matt Gates, people like others will be head of committees and will have subpoena power and will control the House of Representatives through the entire body of the Republicans, not one person. If that is true, that we just took over the Republican Party and we're setting a precedent for how we are going to move forward as a new Republican Party. Now, a lot of people say, I wouldn't trust him. He will have no choice, folks. Don't go down that hypothetical road. He will have no choice. Whatever agreement they come to, if it's true that he caved, I'm not saying he did, we'll know at the end of the first vote. But if it's true that he caved, then that means that those who got him to cave will hold him, his feet to the fire and he will have no power to do anything. They'll be able to remove him at any time. He'll just have it ceremonial. The power will be in the body of the House of Representatives with the majority, which will mean the Republican Party, if that is true. 
McCarthy reportedly huddled with his detractors in closed-door meetings. This was last night. And then um, early this morning, we got reports that sources say that the compromise has taken favorably, but still not sure if it will get them across the finish line. But Kevin is caving. Of course he is. He's got no other choice. He can't go get 17 Democrats. It wouldn't happen. He's definitely not going to get these 20 that are holding out on him. So what do you do? You cave. You cave. And we win. This is all we ever wanted. Regardless of how it happens, whether Kevin McCarthy's gone or he caves to the committees and the Republican Party is now all together in power, not just one person, then we win. Then we win. So I guess we'll find out and I guess we'll see. But ladies and gentlemen, since we're talking, out, talking about this absolute craziness and this awesomeness that's going on, I believe, I think this is the greatest thing that ever happened. That's just my opinion. We're going to need energy to get through the rest of the day. Okay? We're going to need energy to get through the rest of the day. And I got mine right here. You should have yours right there. It is that field of greens, folks. It's the field of greens and it's the rise up coffee. Those are the two energy sources that I have. Of course, I need food as well. But field of greens, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite kind is the wild berry. I have grown very, very, very keen to the lemon lime. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. So while we're doing this, we have 1,320 rumbles. Please hit that like button, ladies and gentlemen. Hit that like button and let us know, are you taking the Field of Greens challenge? If so, which one is your favorite and how many months are you into it now? I am, I think, what, five months into it? And by the way, folks, I got Field of Greens to give me a bunch of free product. We're going to start giving free product away to people who can't afford it because I think everybody should, tr- uh, should try this stuff just so that you can see exactly what your body is supposed to feel like when you get your greens that you're supposed to get every day. Fieldofgreens.com, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, promo code LFA, by the way, promo code LFA. We don't need a weakling speaker. No, I agree. We don't need a speaker at all. We need the power to be brought up, uh, broke up into the Republican party. That's exactly what we need. That's exactly what we need. That way we have a weak, I mean, a strong body rather than a strong or a weak leader who might cave or capitulate. It won't happen. It won't happen. And they're going to change the rules of how the House is done and everything. I think it'd be the greatest thing that we ever happened to the House of Representatives since the very beginning of time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, we got about 10 minutes left, ladies and gentlemen, so I want to get to the, the more important stories uh, that we have left, and that's this. I told you that ranked choice voting, ranked choice voting was coming to every single state, and that is happening. Matter of fact, yesterday in Oakland, a pretty good-sized city, A special meeting took place in Oakland yesterday to discuss adopting ranked choice voting results in a mayoral race. This is bad news, and we've got to stop this dead in its tracks. The Oakland NAACP is demanding a manual recount in the mayor's race due to a razor-thin margin victory of only 677 votes an unusually high number of disqualified votes, and widespread confusion surrounding ranked choice voting. This comes on the heels of the Almeida County Registrar of Voters' announcement last week that the ranked choice voting system used by the county was not properly configured for the 4th District Oakland Unified School District Board race in November, resulting in a new winner for the race and increased doubts over the county's voting method. The ranked choice voting mistakes the Almeida County Registrar of Voters admitted are changing election results and involve Dominion voting machines, one county resident told The Globe. 
The leading proponents of ranked choice voting include George Soros and everybody that is around him. That should tell you everything you need to know about ranked choice voting. As a matter of fact, just get uh, Kelly Chewbacca or uh, Sarah Palin on the phone, and they will tell you about ranked choice voting. Folks, everything that we do from now until Donald Trump becomes president of the United States in 2024 again will... The House of, this House of Representatives uh, process that we're going through right now will determine everything. It will determine everything. It will determine our elections. It will determine on, on, on how to get rid of the illegal elections. It'll determine on how you count. It'll determine on ranked choice votings. We need this House of Representatives to be united and we need them to be united around America first. Whether that means the power is split up in the party or we have an America first speaker. One way or another, this has to happen and it will change the course of America for the better forever. That's why we're spending so much time talking about it. That is why. And ladies and gentlemen, after um, Moody, with, uh, after Unafraid with Mike Crispy, guest starring Moody, uh, Anna, uh, Isabella Moody today, I will be live streaming from, from 1 p.m. until 3 p.m. until Anna Perez comes on the, uh, the C-SPAN version of um, the speaker vote. So from 1 until 3, I will be live streaming that today. And then, of course, I'll be coming back on. I may come right on back on after Anna uh, and go right through two hours and do four and five. I'm not sure yet, but obviously I will be here for that five o'clock show. Jeremy, what if that is negative thinking? He said when that is positive thinking. Not sure what you meant by that. Sorry about that. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, yes, uh, that's what's going to be happening today. The other thing that I wanted to say is, do you remember that song, Blinded by the Light? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we've been blinded by the lies that our government has been telling us with their partnership with Ukraine. And right now, folks, the U.S. military is relying and has been relying on Ukrainian intelligence in order to make their moves. So in every bill that we pass that gives them more and more money, in every decision that we uh, have, in every, uh, in every decision-making process in which gives them more weaponry, it's all based on the intel that the Ukrainians are giving the United States government. Yeah, that's not going to backfire. I have confirmed that the Defense Intelligence Agency is relying solely on Ukraine for its intelligence on Russian and Ukraine casualties. In other words, if Ukraine tell its D, it tells its DIA liaison officer that Ukraine killed 400 Russians in the latest uh, HIMARS strike, then that is what the DIA tells the U.S. general commanding the UCOM, and this is more troubling and more dangerous than anybody realizes. These are the six basic types of intelligence that a good an- analysis should use, con- uh, or an analyst should use, and consult in preparing in an assessment. Number one, intelligence from foreign recruiters to spy on the United States. Number two, intelligence produced by foreign governments that is passed to the United States. Number three, reports produced by U.S. government organizations like State Departments, stuff like that. Cables sent from U.S. embassies and defense attached reports based on information the attached collected in a particular country. Number four, electronic intercepts, which includes communications collected and analyzed by the National Security Agency. Number five, imagery from satellites and aircraft, including drones. And number six, open source, e.g., press media and social media. But to just take your information and then act in America's best 
interest on a report coming from a DIA from Ukraine. Do you really think that that's going to be bad, a, a good to do? Do you really think so? Jeremy, no talk about the NFL player, the Vax at work. We talked about that the first day that it happened. It's no difference than anything else that's been happening. People have been dropping dead. We have over 1,000 athletes that died since uh, the vaccine rollout. We have children dying from it every single day. We're supposed to just talk about it because one NFL player decided to, uh, or, or, I mean, decided to take the vaccine in fall. We've been talking about it, and we did talk about it after it happened. And yes, more and more NFL players are coming out uh, to, to places like myself and, and, and others, uh, not me personally, but places like myself and others, to whistleblow. And I think that's great. It's not just happening in the NFL, though. It's happening all over the world, and it's absolutely disgusting. Ladies and gentlemen, before uh, we get to the last uh, story of the day, I will say please visit 4patriots.com. Folks, things are getting crazier and crazier, and they are going to get better or worse before they get better. So please, please arm yourselves and prepare for anything and everything. Better to have and not need than need and not have. Now, you can get survival food for one month, three months, six months, a whole year. You can get water. You can get little Patriot power cells, the five, six, seven of them, and have them all charged in case something happens, if there's a power outage, if the government decides we're going to implement a social credit score and your social credit score is so bad that you don't get electricity, make sure that you are prepared. Go to 4 slash LFA and use the promo code LFA at purchase point. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can get 10% off everything there, all right? All right, last story of the day, and this ought to make you laugh. Maybe not happy laugh, but at least laugh like in, in pity. Adam Kinzinger landed a job, everybody. So once he got fired from Congress, don't worry, never fear. Adam Kinzinger will still be able to put food on his family's table because he's landed a job with CNN. That's right, little ankle-biting action figure Adam Kinzinger got fired from the House of Representatives. So long, see you later, bye-bye, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. And he has now got a new home at CNN. He is the new top um, uh, political commentator on CNN, and uh, I can only believe that that will be a short run there too because uh, CNN doesn't have a lot of life left in it as well, especially not with people like LFA TV growing so big. So uh, either way, Adam Kinzinger, we're glad you're gone. Glad you see you landed on your feet at rock bottom. Hopefully you find Jesus there. Anyway, folks, coming up next, Unafraid with guest host Isabella Moody. And then right after that, right here on this channel, we will be live streaming. The speakers vote from then until 3 p.m. Anna Perez will be on at 3. And then, of course, we'll be picking right up right back after that. God bless each and every one of you. Please visit JeremyHerald.com. Sign up to be a one-time or a monthly uh, donor because we are viewer-funded. Thank you very much. Please sign up for the newsletter. Sign up if you need a Bible. And, ladies and gentlemen, remember there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Again, Isabella Moody coming up next and then live streamed right after that, this speaker's vote. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. Peace.
long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, 